Hey everybody, how you doing today? It's Pastor Chip again. Sitting here on my porch, Studio Central. Listening to the rain and watching the wildlife. Kind of chilly out. But, um... Today we're going to do a little history lesson. You know, there's things in our world that are I don't know. Our world is seems to be getting worse than it is getting better. It's kind of like we've reached a plateau. And um, quality of life and and discoveries. There's not really any new territories to discover like there used to be. You know they, you know when they discovered the Antarctic and the. And, uh, different oceans and explored territories and unknown wilderness probably the last was the Africas um, you know our Well, the last was, I guess, the moon. We went to the moon. For those that believe, we went to the moon. And for those that don't believe, it was one of the greatest productions of the 20th century, wasn't it? I don't know. But, look at the news and things going on and we're at each other's throat all the time uh, nobody can say anything nice I see the the uh, democratic uh, uh president and vice president uh, candidates today met together and the first thing they do is they start trashing our president you know and whatever happened to saying you know what I'm running and I know he's doing a good job but these are some of the things that I want to do to improve it that I think would make America better no, we gotta be ugly. We gotta say things, be disrespectful. And you know, I narrowed it down. I narrowed it down to the problem with mankind today. And here it is.
You heard it here. You heard it from Chip. The problem with society today is we're soft and that dinosaurs are dead. Because, you see, if the dinosaurs were still roaming the earth, we'd be worrying about trying to survive. We wouldn't stick our head outside of a place without wondering if something was going to bite it off. And we wouldn't have time to go to town and fuss about people not wearing a mask. And we wouldn't be ugly. And we wouldn't be slow. That's for sure. And, you know, because we don't have to fight for survival, um, we've got other things that we've, we've done. You know, it used to be in the, in the old days, if you look at history and antiquity or in the Bible, um, you know, nations moved in and took over nations. They warred, you know, fought each other, and they'd kill off the men and enslave the women and children. And then the women and children got assimilated into that culture. And the crops and the animals and... Today... All we got to do is run our mouth. We got to worry about what somebody's wearing. We got to worry about what car they're driving. Or whether they got a promotion over you or over me. And, but, it's joking about the dinosaurs, but that's the exact point I'm trying to make is that because of the lack of an outside threat, we are now our own threat. We're at the top of the food chain. We put warning labels on everything because people are so stupid. Yes, I said that. If you're stupid enough, if you are stupid enough to stick your fingers in a light socket, we don't need a warning label. If you're stupid enough to stick your hand in a meat grinder, we don't need a warning label. It's self-critiquing. If you are stupid enough to look down the barrel of a gun and pull the trigger, that warning label ain't good for nobody. It's just there to make the responsible people mad because we got a stupid warning label on the bottle. If your doctor tells you not to take no more than two of these pills in less, you know, in a four-hour period, that it may cause liver failure. Well, guess what's going to happen? If you take more than those pills, we don't need a warning label. You see, I can I can dial it in a little closer for you and, and give you a more specific uh, 
place where our society began to go downhill. And it came in the late 18th and early 19th century. And it came with not the discovery of, but the learning of how to apply electricity to things. 1887, ultraviolet light created electric sparks more easily. 1905, Einstein published a paper to explain the photoelectric effect. 1921, Einstein wins a Nobel Prize in physics. See, the first solid-state device was the cat's whisker detector in the 1900s for radio receivers. This propelled us into the industrial age because now we're learning electricity, electric lights, electric fans, electric radios, and it just kept going from there. Electric refrigerators, you know, electric cooking utensils, electric stuff for the cars, the alternators, the batteries, the electric batteries and the flashlights. And because of all that, we got soft. We got lazy. You see, people didn't have to go out and cut firewood anymore because we had machinery and stuff and electric products that could mine oil and coal and such things faster than by hand. And then we didn't need so much oil for lights because everybody had electric lighting in their home and then then we got the TV and the radio which you know I'm not saying technology is not bad but people became obsessed with TVs and radios actually it was the radio first and then the TV came about later but people had to be around their TV and radio and they had to have a car. So the car pushed the horse to the backside. So because you didn't have a horse, you had a car, you didn't have to grow hay, you didn't have to grow corn, you didn't have to farm so much. We, we drifted away from the agrarian lifestyle. And we began to get fat and lazy. And now fast forward that to where we are today there's not many homes that don't have air conditioning. There's not any mode of transportation that doesn't rely on electricity. And our mass communication is based on internet, radio, TV, telephones, and it's all electric-based technology. And because of all that, Because people are so spoiled and sitting in their homes and living in their nice air-conditioned home or their electric heat, they don't have to spend the whole summer cutting down trees to split wood for the winter. And then they don't spend the winter darning socks. Who the heck even knows what darning a sock is anymore? And they're not outside growing food and canning vegetables 
And because of all that that doesn't occupy our time, now we've become fat and lazy and nosy and think we know it all and we in everybody's business. Idleness is the devil's workshop. That, my friends, is what's wrong with the world today. Yes, I enjoy my idle time sitting on my porch, but I'm not sitting in there watching TV. I'm not playing Xbox. I'm sitting here watching it rain, watching the animals, enjoying my time with nature and God. But there are people out there that if you took their phone from them, it would be like cutting an arm off. And God help us, because I don't know where this country is going. People out there ain't had their butt whooped. They ain't had nothing taken away from them. They're entitled, insensitive, self-centered, non-caring people. And to back it up with Scripture, Titus 1, verse 15. To the pure, all things are pure. But to those who are defiled and unbelieving, nothing is pure. But even their mind and conscience are defiled. They profess to know God, but in works they deny Him, being abominable, disobedient, and disqualified for every good work. Now you sit there and you listen to this and you reflect on yourself. Our world is upside down. Yes, I know it's been bad. It was bad enough for God to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah, and that was just one city. It was bad enough for Him to flood the earth before it became so crowded because of corruption. And I bet right now He's wishing He hadn't made that promise that He wouldn't flood the earth again. Because I tell you what, there ain't many of us that's worth getting on a boat. It's worth saving. But you know what? He might say, he might be saying, well, I promised I wouldn't destroy them by flooding again, but I never said I wouldn't I wouldn't uh, hit them with a meteorite or change the climates or, you know, withdraw my hand from their, them because they've thrown me out of schools and they're tearing down my Ten Commandments, and my preachers, my bishops, and the Pope, they're all distorting my word. So I'm just going to go on vacation. 
And let's see what happens while I'm gone. Now, this is Pastor Chip. I hope everybody will take this serious. And I hope you'll pray. Pray for our country. Pray for our leaders. Pray for our president. And for God's sake, people, please go out and vote. I don't know how. And I, you know what? I'm just going to say it. How in the heck can you say that you're a Christian when you support a party that wants to destroy the children, take the Bibles out of school, and by destroy children, I mean abortion, allow abortion, full term, any abortion. Take the Bibles out of school. Let people destroy and stomp on our flag. They want to take in God we trust out of the Pledge of Allegiance and off our money. And they want to pervert marriage and allow man to change the sexes. How can you how can you as a Christian say that you support that party? I think you got a serious problem. I don't care who your granddaddy voted for, and I don't care what FDR did for this country. If you support if you support that party, you've got a serious problem. But it's not me you gotta answer to. It's God for putting people in office to dis- for dis- to destroy all those things just because you're too selfish to do the right thing. And this is Pastor Chip. God bless each and every one of you. Get off your butts and pray and vote. And let's take this country back and bring God back into it.